When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It's November 24th, 1986, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. John Eastman was the salesman, and the Windsor Shower Companion was the product that launched TV shopping channel QVC today in history in 1986, when for just $11.49, you too could get your hands on an innovative and handy waterproof AM-FM clock radio. Just pick up the phone, and we'll send it right to your home. That's quality, value, and convenience. <laughs> you really did miss your calling, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say but I've missed it? This is your future. <laughs> what's really astounding is when you look at the numbers and see the sheer amount of money that QVC made. By January 1988, the end of the first fiscal year in operation, the company had sold 112 million dollars worth of stuff mm. and in 1995 it would rake in 1.6 billion as in the words of a slightly sniffy new york times article it established a reputation as the world's foremost purveyor of simulated gems macrame sweaters and coffee table knickknacks <laughs> i saw this brilliant quote from gerald salente who's the publisher of the trends newsletter in the u.s and he said qvc has been able to tap into two of america's biggest thirsts the need to be entertained and the need to buy enormous amounts of material goods. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, QVC was developed by Joe Siegel, who was formerly the founder of the Franklin mm. Mint. It's a fascinating sort of dual company heritage he had, because also the Franklin Mint can be seen as this incredible American success story that's turned over loads of money and created a whole market that didn't exist before, but also can be seen as selling tat to old people. Like, who needs a commemorative coin that isn't a real coin? Um, but that was his background. And he created QVC as an alternative to the home shopping network that had also launched in 1986. He watched that at home and basically thought... I can do better than mm. this. And he was right in business terms because he had basically a plan that was more appealing to the cable providers. He gave them a percentage of sales. In return, QVC got higher channel assignment and therefore more people watching and therefore he could multiply his revenues. But I think he was also right and had this uncanny ability to spot exactly how to talk to people. He was right that the way that you should sell on TV shopping networks is to talk to people in a way that doesn't feel like you're selling to them at all. They're not walking past a market stall. They're spending time with you. They've invited you into their sitting room and they want to be talked to like you're their friend. And also, Siegel had attracted the interest of some seriously heavyweight backers like Ralph Roberts, who at the time was the chairman of Comcast. And pretty much as soon as they hit the airwaves, they set about aggressively buying up their smaller competitors. You had uh, networks like the Cable Value Network and the Fashion Network, as well as smaller channels, clearing the field until really only the Home Shopping Network remained as a serious rival because of anti-monopoly laws. They couldn't buy out the Home Shopping Network until 2017. <laughs> until 2017. <laughs> until 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Backyard chat was the rubric they used, like a neighbour talking over the fence to you. Hey, check out my grill. 
<laughs> and Siegel was so good at building that parasocial relationship precisely through eschewing the hard selling tactics, a relaxed atmosphere, the fact that the classic QVC sets are dressed like homes. They're not dressed like shiny demo spaces. There it is as though you've entered the presenter's home. Because not only did QVC fundamentally understand that people are watching for companionship to some degree, but also that shopping, particularly in a consumerist society like the US, shopping is an emotional as well as a transactional activity. It's not just leisure. It's not just entertainment. It is also Mm. comfort and making Mm. people feel comfortable is a huge part of that experience too. And the range of products that QVC has sold over the years I think is also part of its appeal that you can tune in and you can see kind of, you know, products that you might like to buy that seem fairly sensible and a lot of their beauty products fall into that category. But then you can find other just bananas things. I was wondering what your secret was, Arian. (laughs) Well, so... uh, Is that a Joan Rivers necklace? (laughs) You know, it takes a long time to look (laughs) this composed for my (laughs) podcasting. Um, But alongside all of that, over the years, they've also sold uh, baby shark costumes for adults, that uh, that particular product was $43. They had uh, colourful toilet seat nightlights that kind of illuminate the bowl so that you don't have to, like, light up the whole house and, you know, disrupt people. But it does look like a sort of space toilet. And then there was this amazing product in 2016, the Hydro Spa Massaging Hand Sauna, where you put your... (laughs) It's like a sort of, um, I don't know, like like a flotation tank that you might see at a therapeutic spa but for a single hand so you just put your hand it's like a rolling mouse pad but you get one hand massaged at a time and i think that's where kind of the anonymity factor of buying Mm. on qvc comes in you know it really took advantage of the advances that have been made in telecommunications technology to streamline the payment process everything could be done instantly over the phone which meant not only convenience you know the instant dopamine hit of getting your new hand massager but also the fact that you weren't shopping in front of people. If you mm. wanted to buy something a bit weird or a bit goofy, you know that you weren't going to be snickered at. And also, if you were addicted to shopping and you didn't want to be seen spending thousands of dollars on a credit card on a load of tat, you could do it at home without anyone to judge you. Yeah. I mean, part of that compulsion to buy is driven by the fact that even though it appears very loose and informal, nothing on the show is terribly spontaneous because apparently QVC's control room sees their sales statistics in real time and so they can correlate a presenter's behavior with spikes in sales and so you get these curious sort of actions or phrases or even wardrobe choices that appear to be just sort of quirky behavior on the part of the presenter but actually it's being driven by the fact that they know that that is going to help sell things so one of the hosts Joe Sugarman found that when he wore a loud tie that helped him sell more products and another of the hosts David Venable found that he can uh, sort of bump up his sales numbers when he does this happy dance, which I must say, having learnt that this was the case, I then had to watch him do his happy dance. And it's particularly appealing. He basically puts something delicious in his mouth and then does this little dance going, "Mm, mm, mm, happy dance, happy dance. And then Arian bought 10 shower radios. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And a baby shark costume for good measure. (laughs) The hiring process is famously very rigorous. You know, getting these kinds of presenters, you can shift this much merch 
merchandise is no easy thing. And I mean, I don't think there can be a much harder job in broadcasting than, you know, you're in live time, you're finding new things to say about the product for as long as it takes. You're interviewing people who, you know, if you're interviewing the founder or the creator of a product, they may not necessarily be the most media trained individuals. So you're trying to keep the atmosphere going with them as well. So there are thousands of auditions to fill just a handful of spots at any one time. And presenters undergo six months of training before they're ready to hit the air. And even guests on programs have a crash course in QVC signature style to make sure that they're not ruining the vibe by being stiff or sweaty. There was a magnificent story about Marlon Brando almost going on QVC, basically because uh, he was in financial trouble in 2001 and was just looking for any opportunity to make some quick cash. And he (laughs) suggested to his secretary, Alice Marchak, that he should go on QVC and sell some of his genius ideas. But his genius ideas were things like an earthquake-proof house. <laughs> and she was like, um, I don't Thank God think... somebody finally thought to come up with that. I mean, it is a great idea. Uh, I would buy one, just maybe not over the phone from, uh, from <laughs> you know, QVC. But, um, but instead, Marchak said, why don't you try putting together a DVD that's uh, like all about how to be a good actor? And Brando was like, yeah, 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 good idea. Invested $50,000 of his own money creating what were apparently incredibly bizarre seminars on the craft of acting. And the footage was so strange that Brando never wound up on QVC and died before the uh, the footage could ever reach the light of day. Not every product works on QVC, and actually not every company is the right fit for QVC either. When it goes well, you might rock it through the same amount of stock in one day that you might do in a department store in a year. But when it goes badly, QVC are famous for returning stock to you that they haven't Mm. sold (laughs) and asking for their money back. So it can be really financially ruinous for some companies at the same time as being a lifeline for others. Yes, I wonder into which category the Cush Breast Support Comfort Pillow (laughs) fell, which sold for $32.69. And it was a hard device that you could place between your breasts while sleeping at night. Uh, I wonder if that was the making or the breaking of the company that uh, (laughs) chose to go on QVC with it. I I suspect that's the product Marlon Brando bought in his later days, isn't it? And so another week of retrospecting ends. But next week begins a day early at Club Retrospectors. Join us now to get an exclusive episode every Sunday. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. <laughs>